Also be marked show. Chapter 4. Immoral Tales of a Vampire Hunter. The interrogation didn't go well. A captive refused to answer questions. Little Bo Peep. Funny, guess I don't need to know your name to kill you, vampire scum. Jonathan said, grabbing his bound girl's throat. No, Oliver pushed his brother's hand away from her. What's your problem? Jonathan snarled, jerking his arm back. The girl looked between the two of them. Don't always see eye to eye, huh? Why am I not surprised? Shut it, Jonathan said. There's something off with her. You're not supposed to hunt humans, remember? Despite Jonathan's belief the redhead was a vindictive Van Dulia vamp, Oliver picked up nothing from her indication it was anything more than a curious girl. Brother, dear, isn't a rule a follower? Remember Megan? The girl asked. Megan, his mother's tears. Jonathan's lies. Yeah, Oliver remembered Megan. How did this girl know about her? How did this time Jonathan was quicker before Oliver could stop him? His hands lashed out. The girl saw it coming and recalled, but wasn't fast enough either. The slap caught her on the lip. The red bloom of blood appeared. A tongue swabbed it away and a wrist twisted in cuffs and held him above her head. Oliver stepped behind him. When he got into the play, private playroom with the mysterious girl and the door had locked behind him, she took, he took on responsibility for her. She stripped, giving him trust, and allowed himself to be cuffed. Before Jonathan had ruined it, that they shared a connection. They had always, had nothing to do with anything but the fulling and unexpected chemistry between them. I'm not going to let you hurt her. Back off, Oliver said. Behind him, the girl rested her cheek on the curve of his lit hip. Oliver felt the warmth of her breath through his jeans. She was shivering despite a bravado with Jonathan. She was frightened. You're a fool. These people chew you up and spit you out, Jonathan's eyes narrowed. You never liked being told what to do. This one wouldn't, Oliver said. Sure of it, as crazy as that seemed. Oliver shook his hand. Don't be stupid. Leave her here and come with me. You do and I'll go home and tell Mum I left you. Safe and sound. You refer you refuse I'm going to stick to you like glue. Oliver turned to the red hair and crouched down to her left to the so the faces were inches apart. He slid a finger over her cheek. I don't know who you are, but Yeah, I know, me too, she said, closing her eyes of that nudging that nudge and nudged his palm until it flattened and cradled her jaw. It's strange, but you're like me. I feel it. We're different. She whispered it as not to be, if not wishing Jonathan to hear. I've got to leave, but I'll find you. He, he, we need to talk. Oliver said his voice, uh, said his voice lowered his lips next to her ear. She nodded, turned her face and placed a small kiss on his palm. Jonathan jerked Oliver away, his rough fingers cutting into his wrist. Oliver shook him off. He wanted to slug at him. Right in his smirking, dickish face, but a little, not just a little while longer, he reminded himself, relaxing his fist and taking a deep breath. Let's go, he said. 
She just she let them get a head start and then screamed until security came. The jaded staff smoothed her, smoothed her and made sure she wasn't going to call the cops or sue them. By the time she left the club, her adrenaline nerves had almost returned to normal. Things had not had taken a turn she had never expected. She, her mind sorted through the puzzle pieces. Oliver Ripley was different from the other Ripley vampire hunters. Did he know that? Did he know it? She tried not to think about how good it felt when he touched her, how quickly all emergency intentions left her, why awful it would be to lose him so quickly. She found a kindred spirit in the world where she'd been alone, and he was supposed to be the enemy. Shit. Oh, here I pulled, Oliver told the car driver as he held up. He had held outside the cab. Whoa, not so fast, Jonathan said. He climbed in a taxi. The cab, cab driver spread off down the busy Chicago street. Oliver ignored him. How did she know about Megan? Bitch reads minds. You know some of them can do that. Should you let me? Should let me do do her? Jonathan said. She's not a vampire. We both touched her and she felt nothing. Tell me if you felt it. Go ahead, even if she was a vampire. You've broken the rules of, by killing her in a public place. No way she would have let you seduce her into dropping her guard either. So I think you've got to do what you've got to do to protect the family. Despite what you did last night, you can't get that, do you? Attack Gabby's eyes wide open, darted from the street to the pair in the back seat. Eyes on the road, dude, growled, growled. The driver looked away. Like Megan, just doing what you had to do. She wasn't a vampire either, the other frowned. Her brother killed an innocent human at least once before. How did they make how did this make him any different from a vampire? That was an accident and you know it. Then why you lie to mum about it. John raked in a hair through his dark, a hand through his dark hair and shook his head. I was young, stupid, scared. Chip happens. What do you want me to say? The truth would be nice, Oliver said. Had never understood how it had happened, even though he had seen it with his own eyes. Let's go. I've screwed up and want to keep you from doing the same. Oliver sounded sincere, but Jonathan sounded sincere, but Oliver knew there's something more, something he was not wasn't saying, probably never would. I'm not you, Oliver said. I'm not. I'm nothing like you. I'm different, just like the girl said. Had said. They rode the rest away in silence. Wait, Oliver told the taxi driver when he reached the airport. Drivers, it's 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 exited the cab and shared an awkward hug. Oliver. Did love on Jonathan, loved all his families. He wanted to be on his own, away from them for a while, and started to sort things out for, for self. Tell Mum I'm fine. Lie, not a lie, I will be fine. I'm I'm a Ripley. He might be different, but he was still a Ripley vampire hunter. He'd proven it last night. Back in the city, Oliver felt that them all round as he strolled down Mexican Avenue, the place was teeming with vadlilias. None of the older ones who were able to withstand the sun race for short periods came for him. 
They told him the red-headed girl had not turned him in yet. He was not surprised when the crowd parted and she fell into the seat beside, beside him. Hey, she said, smiling at him. Do you mind reading thing works for tracking too? Sometimes. Pretty swag, huh? Her blue eyes twink, twinkled. Indeed, found himself smiling back at her despite everything he knew he knew he should feel for he found it impossible to dislike her they stopped and watched the geezers for Buckingham found him dance in the park people posed for pictures along Lake Shore Drive Michigan Drive, Lake Michigan glistened they strode along like a couple of tourists she was quiet and out of his mind raced. He was angsty, conflicting emotions. Played tug of war inside of him. He couldn't explain what what it was about this girl, a vampire less, and treated him so much that his interest in her had overpowered his caution. Maybe it was, a, it was her bravado, all the games that they started playing in the club. Or maybe it was that she just... He type her pretty, natural face with respecting her freckles, even. She said she was different like him, and she felt the chemistry between them, too. Even though he knew his family think he'd lost his mind, if he knew he had to find out more about her. Can we drink coffee, Oliver said as they passed the bookstore life. Bookstore cafe? Oh, yeah. It's a lips twisted into an unmoved grin. It suddenly doesn't set on my fire either. Haven't you noticed? Oh, yeah, just, yeah, you're different. One of the, them, but not. Just like me, one of the, them, not, but not. He held the door open for her. It walked her to a harsh jazz-infused world that smelled of coffee and incense, old books, a patricelli. It was cosy, a walls lined with used books from floor to ceiling. Can you drink coffee? Oliver asked her as they passed the box short. Store calf. Oh, yeah, she said, her lips twisted in a grin. This husband doesn't set up me on fire either. Stephen, haven't you noticed? Yeah, you're different. One of the them, but not. Just like you, one of them, but not. She opened the door to her. They walked into a hushed just. Chesterfield's world smell of coffee and incense, old books, and patchetelli. It was cosy, the walls lined with used books from floor to ceiling. Spiral staircase wound up onto the second level. Warm velvet sofas and leather chairs were tucked into alcoves and between bookcases. He would have tried tea and settled down on the couch, away from the others, out of the view of the windows. So you were Van, La- Van Luder, I see her. He still doesn't sound why he couldn't sense the vampire in her, the way she, he had with Sia. So you were my sister, but not my family yet, she said. Great, you finally met a girl he liked, and she, he killed her sister. So you know she's your sister, she's not your family. Vampires are all like brothers and sisters, even though maybe they don't share the same family or parents. We're clan, get it? Yeah, but... Were you too close? Close enough to want to know, to find the one who killed her. But no, not really friends or anything. See, it was trouble. You're not wearing wings like hers, so you're not a Van Dela, I thought. 
They all were, they all were them. You get the rings after you're fully accepted by the family. I'm still waiting for that to happen. Her expression, expressive eyes filled with feelings. Oliver didn't couldn't read. Watching the emotions flicker over her face, Oliver felt her hesitation. Let's do this while we're here. It's like Vegas. What we do say goes here. No Ripley, no Vandalia. Just people. People talking about things no one else understands. I like the sound of that. She curled her feet under, under her bottom. I think we mu- must be like your people. There are lots of different ones, but I'm not. But a lot are really, really bad. I didn't see that for a long time. Sia was one of the bad ones. She would have killed you no matter what. I don't know, that's why I killed her. For a long time, I thought that he thought what his family did was immoral. Wrong. But he finally seen that somebody needed killing. His, neat, his kind kept the balance. If they failed, the vampires hunted them. No, you killed her because you t- you were taught to do it, raised on it. Just the way I was told to hate your kind and kill the vampire hunters if given a chance. You said we were alike. Is that what you meant? She nodded through her brow, wrinkled her frown. Partly. She hesitated, then she didn't speak. She went on. I'm different, Oliver, not like the rest of my family. It's the same for you, isn't it? You never fit, quite fit in. Do You f- can't do all the same things they do. Can't do other things. None of them can do other things. None of them do. Question the rest of them sometimes. A blue eyes searched his. He curled his fingers over hers. Yeah, it was true. He always knew he was different. I like you, he said. I like you too. It's all Romeo and Juliet, isn't it? She smiled and leaned forward, as if to press her lips to his. He jerked away, holding up a hand to ward her off. Except Romeo's kiss couldn't kill. Julia's, would it? He curled his fingers around hers. You think that would happen, even though we're not like the normal Ripley's and Vanilla? She frowned again, nibbled her plump bubble, bubble bottom lip. I don't know, but I'm not willing to experiment to find out. Finish your tea. So what are we going to talk? What are we going to do? We're going to talk, figure out while we talk. We don't to one another, despite what we are. Maybe we've got to go to Jaded again, so I can search you for clues. He, quit, she, he, quit, he grinned when when she blushed. It's my family fans out we're hanging out together. They'll kill us both. Then we'll have to make sure they don't. Doesn't that mind reading trick work on them? Then? Yeah, sometimes you then you can sense them, right? So we'll probably know they're around at least. She smiled and let them pull, and let him pull her fruit from the couch. At the door, it dawned on him. He stopped and turned to her. Hey, I don't know your name, Miranda. It's nice to meet you, Oliver Ripley. That's a pleasure all the time, Miranda. He smiled. You might not feel that way once I tell you all the things I know about your fa- our families. Promise you something. You won't kill me. If you don't, if you promise not to kill me, deal. She held out a slender hand. Deal, she he echoed, enfolding his fingers in his. He shook on it, and just like that, their pact was sealed, along with their fate. Sometimes you just have to have faith that the life you show you, the path you are meant to take. I thought, how surprising that might be. 
I don't know how you predicted it, but we're there together, Spike Vajra said. You're still saying we should keep an eye on them now? Them? Yes, keep me posted on their movements, but remain far behind. Far enough so they don't know you're being followed, and keep a tight rein on the others, so no one knows does anything rash, sage vampire said. Told the head of the vampire clan, told spoke in a firm voice. After a long silence, spoke agreed to be do as commanded. Stage pushed the button to disconnect the cell phone call. They don't like it, but they will do as they are, Sage said to Alexander Ripley. Oliver's mother and, and head of Ripley's vampire hunter family. Families of respective families were in Sager's library, a room set in the centre of her late shore drive penthouse. Through this, though the sun shone outside, the rays didn't reach the secluded inferior tree rooms. No one in the vampire vampire claimed to see that Vanda's Ripley entered her there, and nobody would see her leave. Sage had made sure that. The mind readers able to handle the sunlight were scattered across the city until she or Spike called for them, called them home. All the all the rest slept, waiting for nightfall. So far, everything's going to plan, Alexander said. Even with Oliver's little surprise last night, little last night, I don't think he had it in him. Sage said, "Neither did I." But I agree. Even things will be diff- more difficult to handle now. Everything's fallen in place. We knew it was only a little matter of time before came to this stage of the game. It just doesn't expect it to happen so soon or to lose to my own process, Stage said, her lips filling on an irritating line. I've always been fond of Miranda. I hate to lose her. She sat back in an oversized chair behind the desk, watching the other woman's pace over the antique carpet. No one would have predicted what happened last night. The victim would have been either one of them. Thankfully, our vampire didn't ruin everything by killing our boy. Important thing now is that Oliver's actions don't interfere with our plans. Are we sure the boys hold back their hold their anger and check that explanation from you? And it's under stop before Sage's death. The gaze meeting the vampires. I'm sure Sage nodded. I'm sh- I'm it's true that you rather forge your head and take your, their revenge for Sage's death, like the hot-headed youths they are. But they know, know better than to cross me. Good. We'll take care of. We'll take care of Oliver and Miranda soon enough. Until then, let them have their fun. Alexander said. I just hope there isn't any more surprises. I'm not worried about it. If it, they they distract each other for now, if anything goes wrong with the rest of the plan, your minions will kill them both. Alexander said. Chapter 5 Oliver felt anonymous in a big city. Tall buildings seemed sheltered him as he walked with Miranda down busy streets clogged with people. Everyone else seemed hurried, but they just strolled along hand in hand. They walked by the river. They stopped to watch a bridge lift to allow a sailboat to pass. Where should we go? We can't go to my place, she said, resting her arms on the railing next to the sailboat, looking down at the murky green waters. I don't know the city. Suggestions somewhere nice, private, and good with good security. I'm starving too. Room starving. Uh, room services must. Cost doesn't matter. Oliver watched the sun glint off Miranda's goldish red, reddish gold hair, and he shivered as the warmth flooded his chest and reached to his loins. Why did everything about this girl turn him on? 
Is it Lou Forbidden Fruit or, or something else? I know just the place. He tugged his hand and told, soon they were pushing through glass hotel do- doors that opened into a modern space. Camel coloured leather benches flanked as expensive, expensive lobbies. Stainless steel and marble with the backdrops to stark arrangements of art, white flowers, and people. We need a room, Oliver told us, nitty looking to help Gerald Clark. We have several, sir, regular and lofts. The penthouse is only available for tonight only. A tone and a sweep of her eyes as looked at their regular methane appearances said she was doubtful they could well be able to afford it. We'll take the penthouse. Oliver flipped his credit card into the counter and turned away from the clerk, wrapping his arms around the window. Make it quick, he told the clerk. The desk clerk looked surprised but did her job, quickly processing the credit card and handing Oliver, two key cards tucked into a leather folder. The evidence is of the right. You need to take the key card to access the penthouse. Have a pleasant stay. Thanks. Minda Miranda glistened as they walked across the Princeton lobby floor. Guess she showed her. I hate it when people act like that. I did better than you somehow. The elevators came quickly. They rushed them to the top floor. The doors opened, revealing a heavy private heaven. Fields of Chicago City views, surface white, red, leather surfaces, gleaming wood, and the bed as large as the candies, tucked into its own room behind a mobile partition. Sweet, they said in unison. Sweet hideout, Oliver said. No one can come up without a key. We're safe for them for now. I need a shower, Rinda said, already stripping off her clothes, leaving a trail all over the way to the spa like a bathroom. Her skin was pale, blue veins formed an intricate web on the purple lures of her small breasts. Her red pubic hair stood out like a flashing splash between her legs. As she passed the bedroom window, Oliver turned away. He didn't see her reflection, see the harsh reality of what she really was. He didn't want this infatuation, infatuation to end. He realised as he backed away. What's wrong? She was bent over about to turn the water on in the tub. The mirror, how could he tell her that in the mirror she w- would appear to him as she truly was, that the lovely blue eyes, pinkish sugar-spun skin, the red hair, just a smokescreen for the monstrous vampire creature at her core. She was Van Leila, being there with her, with her ridiculous, even if she was different from the rest of them. She would kill him if he would kill her or someone from their families would kill them both. This could not end well. His thoughts crowded him. He closed his eyes, clinging to the doorway. Hey, it's okay, she walked over and hugged him, laying her cheek on his chest, tugging herself in the hard planes of his body as she belonged there. He groaned and wrapped his arms around her. He stood like that for a long while. She smelt sweet. Her skin was soft, with under his hands, tempting. Taking a rugged breath, Oliver's broke his silence. Just as seeing things in mirrors, he's never talked about this with anyone outside the family. Even saying the words made his stomach churn. Things like vampires, he looked at him, her expression accepting, as if she already knew the answer and was okay with it. Yeah, vampires, I see their reflections. That's a little odd. Normal vampires don't cast reflections. She smothered a look of dark hair from his forehead. Yeah, neither do vampire hunters. Well, most, well, most of us, anyway. 
What do you mean? I've always been different. Like you said, the things where I can see, reflect, see reflections is just one difference, he said. I see them too, she turned her head toward the mirror. Look, she said, he kept his eyes closed, shaking his hands. I'd rather not. She laughed softly. Come look. You're beautiful inside and out. She stepped away to the strand of his side, but held on, on his hand. He wanted to believe her. It, he wanted... He want, what if she wanted, she told him so far was true, he wanted to trust her. He opened his eyes, meeting his gaze in the mirror, features strong and sharp, suffered by a small fell of dark hairs, violet eyes, shone with confidence. He didn't, she still didn't feel, you're just as handsome as the rest of your family. Only this goes all the way through, it isn't just a mask you wear to trick others. Merinda said, it's the same for me. You know, Mars, what you see is what you get. Oliver closed his eyes again. His stomach clenching as he thought of his mother's shame when she had discovered his ability to see things in mirrors. She said he was sick of what he had had used. He must have told to describe what he saw, careful not to let him see her own reflection, but he had seen. He knew the truth, though he never wanted to deal with it until now. He wanted to fit in the into the only family he had, even if they were monsters. Really? I promise. Look, Miranda said, tugging his hand. He covered himself, his motions at war, past and present, snapped back and forth until he opened his eyes, looked at her in the mirror, a reflection shone, showed him the same thing he saw when he looked down at his lovely face. Pretty girl, small bone, fragile, skinned, definitely not a creature of the night, no matter where he looked at her. Yet she was a vandal, a vampire. She said to herself, "How can this be? He's, he's, how can he be, this be?" She, he slid his hand over the belly, the skin there, round, fled, filling his palm with warm flesh. I don't know. Say, say, Vambler, the one who made me a vampire, told me I was different, sick in a way. She let me use mirrors sometimes to help the family see things for them that she spies. That her spies couldn't. I was glad to fit in, be useful the way I could. The voice trod off, and the eyes seemed to darken with sadness. Oliver heard in a voice, "What changed that?" His fingertips skimmed to flesh gently. His laugh tamed as he grappled with the shock of finding someone, his family, seemingly just like himself, fighting the same demons, and he would see the same strange things. I saw her once in a mirror. A voice was soft. She came back into his arms, burying his face in the crook of his shoulder. She looked at like a human's worst nightmare, like she shuddered like Jonathan, his mother. A monster Oliver finished for her. Did you tell her? No, she shook her head. I was too scared. You're not doing, you're not doing what my thing are you? His fingers wrapped under her right upper arm. He pulled her gently away from him and looked into her eyes. We might be able to see the truth of our words there. No, there's something else I couldn't do with you like I could do with them. Not all the time. I knew when you were in this family because I was, got lucky when Sage was assigning parts of the city of her searches. But I couldn't see your faults clearly all the time. Not like I could see Jonathan's. You've got to believe me. Her eyes were like large pools of desperation. Why, he cried, not liking the complicated feelings she stirred in him. There's got to be a reason we've seen things out 
about our families we never wanted to see. Why are we different from them? It's like another way, like one another in the same ways. We need each other to figure out what it means, what to do. When you naked like this, I can only think about is touching you. Oliver emitted a voice in a hoarse whisper, his hands moving over her arms, wrapping around a delicate wrist. I don't care about anything else, but inside, you, you should, you should, in your voice, caution, maybe this is a trap. This has been a crazy day. She gently brushed her lips against his jaw. He jerked his head back, moving her away, pacing in front of the huge bed. She followed him. So now, does the kissing thing work? How does that, this kissing thing work, exactly? You don't want to know, he said. He tried to look at her, beautifully naked, totally comfortable in her own skin. He drew, she drew him in like a magnet. Yes, I do. All I want is for you to touch me. It's like this burning need for it. I felt it jaded too on bottom before. I wanted to feel the pain, to feel something, anything. But it was never sexual for me. Never like I felt with you. He sat on the edge of the bed. She came to him, stepping between his thighs, then kneeling on a soft white rug, much as she had at the club. I felt it too. I wanted something. Everything we did in that room, only more of it. I never done that stuff before. But I felt it so right, like it meant to be long to me. Crazy, he said, reaching out and curving his hand around her throat, needing to push. No, she trusted him. Her pulse jumped under his fingers, and her eyes searching. But she stayed where she was. Don't move, he said, his voice once more, finding a tone that was firm yet from threatening. Kiss works like this. His fingers stroked at a soft grin. When a vampire is willing to come with a Ripley, a kiss at doorway opens like linking the two. Then a kiss, Ripley's kiss becomes a kiss of death. It lures a vampire's soul into a sort of dance of the dome. I read them, I read them once. That the French call orgasms a little deaf. I guess that's like that. When vampire hunts make make vampires come, it's like a little piece of their soul leaves its resting place. Heart, vampire said, a gaze never looking. Even he's always thought is silly. So vampire said, there's no souls anyway, no hearts. It made me sad. Oliver nodded. It's easy to take a, take. Take then, despite these moments of bliss, especially from the ones who no longer believe they even have a soul. Vampire soul is overpowered by hunters sucked right out of him, them. They die. He thought to see him again, how far has it been? All gone once he entered her body and got a grip on her soul. He squeezed round his throat tighter. Her eyes grew wider. Her fingers gripped his knees, knuckle white from the straight. All they knew she wanted to claw is a choking hand, but she didn't. Good, that's right, he said, nuzzling her cheek with his own, releasing her throat, so in a way, but his feet in the blood and his feet on souls, vampire souls, she said, voice shaking. I never thought of it that way, but yes, you're right. You should, you could say that. Hunters become stronger after one everyone we take, but victims of vampire killers of innocent humans. We don't stay that say about yours. He fingers wrapped in her hair and eased her hair back, closing her throat so he could lick the faint red marks he left there.
He shuddered as a pleasure flooded him. Most of impose only feed on humans who deserve to die. Killers of criminals too smart to be caught by the police. Too dangerous to live. We're not all evil, she said, her bright eyes flashing. I don't know what. Oliver wondered what else he didn't know. Everything he'd been taught suddenly seemed suspect of her. Meeting Miranda made him uneasy. Did he trust his family or this hamburger only just met? I'm sure we both taught things, all kinds of things. And if it's true, the empires have started taking talk, taking anyone they want, she said of us, our voice of mission. But you're not like the rest. He kissed her forehead. No, she whispered. I say to one failure, different and different, strange, but loved all the same, she told me. Mother told me, said the same things about me. He stood and pulled her to her feet. She clung to him. I need her thing. I need his fingers ripped off the, at the buttons of his shirt. I know, me too. She kissed his flesh as it was exposed. Her lips were warm on his nipples and his chest. But we can't, she said, looking at him, throwing her arms around his neck. We just can't kiss or have sex. He said, wanted to do both so badly. His palms rested on his hips. He pulled him in close. It's okay. There's so many other things we can do. A voice was honed, honeyed with desire. Chapter 6. You can never forget when you're different. His mother crouched down to a kid's height till their eyes met, which made her words seem crueler somehow. Oliver looked longingly at the big cabinet in the hall, just outside the library, his favourite hiding place. No more hiding, he told himself. Even as his mother's words brought stinging tears to his eyes. He had to be a big boy, even if he meant standing up to his mum. But what about Meg- Jonathan? He killed Megan. She's a vampire lover. I'm, I know it's hard to understand at your age. You must trust your family, trust your mummy. Megan had to die. No, she wasn't a vampire. You're too young to understand. Her expression was sympathetic, but her voice had grown sharper. You never understand. He's not like the rest of us, Jonathan said. He's your brother, family, that's what's the matter. I don't want to be like you. I hate you. Oliver fled as fast as he could out of the house into the woods. Soon he heard the echoes of Jonathan's smirking voice, his mama's pity. We'll kill them to make the world safe. Some day you'll see through you through you though you'll see though you'll never be like us, she told him. Yeah, you're a mutant man, his brother told him. You're special, Jonathan, in his own way. Don't be mean. Yeah, he's special, right? A special pain in the arse. Stop, Oliver screamed, covering his ears at the fence off, covering his ears as it fended off the onslaught of painful memories. He cried, crouched behind a tree with a a trunk large enough to hide him, angrily wiping his tears away. He'd seen his brother murder a human girl and no one cared. His mother had made arrangements. It was, and it was as if she had at all. No cops came to the door, no to drag Jonathan off to prison. No crying parents showed up to modern justice. As usual, Jonathan seemed to be able to do anything he wanted. It wasn't fair. Oliver made a decision right there and then. As soon as he could, he would leave his place and all of them behind. He would never, ever beat Ripley. Even if his vampire thing turned about more than just more bullshit said his mum had cooked up to cover her favourite son. 
He's never ever going to kill anyone. He wouldn't even kiss a girl, not even if she begged him. From his vacant point behind his expensive glass, Oliver watched the sun go out inside the hotel over blazing hot. He and Randra crashed together on the big bed as they intended to wrestle. It knocked the breath out of him. His eyes, his nose almost touching hers, their pelvis is intimate. His hand explored her body as his life depended on her. Knowing her every curve, maybe it does. There had to be reason we found each other. Reason we got we so much alike. But this goes against everything we've been taught. He didn't kiss, he held, told her rules and she obeyed him. But watching her lick her lips, all he wanted to do was taste them. She groaned, sliding fingertips between his cheek, his hair. His, his eyes searched his. I don't think it'd be too hard not kissing. Not much love. I want you to so much, just like the cab. I want everything you can give me. I know, I feel like it too. We can't just kiss her. Can't we just kiss her for Megan? So she goes, no, we can't. So we can do this. She nuzzled his cheek like we with her his own. Her breath was warm on his skin. He shivered, dripping his head. So his nose skimmed her neck. He held her fresh scent and licked her throat. Salty, fresh taste bloomed on his tongue. She licked him just along his jawline and came so close to kissing him. He gasped, following the brushing of his lips. Butterfly kisses that grazed the corner of his mouth. Stop, he gently urged her back, got his hands on his shoulders. No, I won't, she said, a stubborn tilt to her dimple chin. She stood then and pulled a chair over to the wall in the window, sitting in it. She lifted her legs and hopped her knees over the red velvet upholstered arms. Oliver sat on the bed, close enough to touch her, unable to bring himself to stop her, stop again, stop whatever she was doing, going to do next. She, he could do, was feast on the sight of her pale limbs, spread in a blatant offering. Her hands moved over her stomach, fingers swirling, teasing around her belly button, pulled before lowering the sipping lower. Etching red curls parted inside she was pink and swollen desire. I'm going to do this. Her head rested back on the chair's back. Eyes met his as boldly as any horse. Oliver had never been so turned on his life. And I'm not going to do a damn and I'm not going to do a damn thing to stop you. He stretched out to the bed and watched her. He couldn't tell her what to do, even though he thought he could have. I would have done anything, and she would have done anything else. He let her show him what she looked like as she brought herself to a beautiful orgasm. Well, she said, shy, it seemed, it seemed, well, she said, shy, it seemed all over, seemed, now it is all over. He went to the bathroom and came out wearing a fluffy white bathrobe. Calling into the bed next to him, she turned her face into the crook of his shoulder. I've never done anything like that before. I know, I don't know what came over me, she said. You're amazing, so beautiful, Oliver said. Because I find words to convey his wonder, her confidence and passionate expression of their feelings. He held her close and closed his eyes, touching, but enjoying himself next to her and touching her any way he could. She was silent of her, and then she sat up and frowned. Her gaze glanced to the elevator doors. Oliver knew something was probably wrong. What? She leapt from the bed and dashed into the bathroom. It's them. They found us. They're close, but they're not. They're not in the building yet. 
I feel him. Shit. Now that it was, now he wasn't distracted. He sensed the vampires too. We got to go now. She said, tugging her clothes back on. Where he paced in front of the bed of the doors. I don't know. We have to work that part out. We shouldn't be with me. It'll hurt you if they find us together. Too late for that. If you here, they already know. She reached his hands. He reached his hands. Together they fled.